As we remain on the topic of spiritual disciplines, I wanted to drop a little bonus nugget for those who are still struggling in that. So stay tuned because I got a surprise for you. Welcome, 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 welcome back to Woman 31. If you are returning, if you are new, welcome to the Woman 31 podcast where we create um, just digestible nuggets to equip believers in the kingdom of God. We want to encourage you to build a deeper relationship with Christ and walk in unity, unity of the faith. Um, And so... I won't be before you long because this is actually a surprise pop-up bonus. Um, I wasn't expecting to do this, but this just dropped in my spirit. And I said, okay, let me go and record. So hopefully my voice doesn't crack on me. It is morning time. And usually when I wake up, that's what happens. Um, But I'd strongly encourage you to um, subscribe to our mailing list because sometimes I do get these spontaneous um, nuggets. And I don't know, I have different ways in which I share that. I might email, I don't bug people on email, but I might email you. Um, I might post it in our telegram, our private telegram group chat, um, or I might put it here. So thank you for coming. But anyway, we are on the vein of spiritual disciplines. And I woke up this morning with some, with some, um, reflection of myself the Lord showed me but then I realized people are probably struggling with spiritual disciplines who are not there yet because I'm more so sharing um, tips on spiritual disciplines um, if you're a believer of Christ and just how to stay in that vein but there are a lot of people who are maybe a new a new uh, believer, or um, maybe you've backslid, or maybe those are just some struggles that you have. And I I first want to let you know that um, I've been there. You know, when I was younger, I backslid, you know, I um, had one foot in, one foot out, you know, go to the club on Saturday, go to church on Sunday. So I've been there. Um, I, I'm paraphrasing what I heard, uh, um, a man of God say, but basically, um, it, it's a slow growth. And then all of a sudden it's an exponential growth or a expedient growth. I think that's the better word. It is, it's an expedient growth. So it took years to get to this place that I'm at. Um, it's just that I'm now coming out with woman 31 We've been in ministry for about a year and some change, maybe a year and a half, I think. Yeah, maybe about a year and a half. I don't know. Year and some change. But but I've been behind the scenes learning, growing, being mentored, being sharpened by leaders, men and women of God. And it took a long time. You're talking about 15 or over 15 years of growing 
and one-on-one fellowship and training and pruning. And I'm still growing. But I just wanted to say, so it's it's not a, it, it, it may not happen quickly, but I wanted to share some some nuggets for those people who are still struggling in some areas, who who want to be spiritually disciplined, but they need to know how. Maybe you want to read your word more. Maybe you want to pray more. You want to have a relationship more. Maybe you want to kick that addiction and you don't know how. And so I, I wanted to share um, some ways you can do that. Um, first of all, you must understand that it is your will. What the Lord revealed to me when I woke up is that there were things that I struggled with and I didn't know anything about deliverance at that time. Um, I knew about the altar calls, but I didn't know about the extent of deliverance. I mean, I've seen certain things at the altar, but I didn't know, you know, that that was called deliverance. And yet it was just a matter of my will and I just stopped doing it. That now for me, that's easier because I've always had a perseverance mindset. And I'm going to tell you where that came from. It came from me always having determination and a goal in mind. If your goal is stronger than the addiction or if your goal is stronger than the um, than the crutch or the issue. You're going to make sure that you obtain that goal and then it's easier to 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 get rid of that addiction. How so you're asking? Well. When I was ever since I was um, I've always been a writer, singer, right? But I started going into the recording studio at the age of 17. <clears throat> Excuse me if I'm I told you it's the morning time. I don't have my water in front of me. But um, yeah, so I started going into the recording studio at, at the age of 14. I don't know if I said 17, 14, but 14, 14 years old. And so growing up, I've always been really serious about my career in singing. Um, God put me in a different path, but nonetheless, I did do some stuff in singing and um, independently. And um, I would be around people, my friends and stuff, and they all smoked. They smoked weed or depending on what age group you might say pot, but they smoked. Um, Some smoked cigarettes or whatever, Um, black and miles, all kinds of stuff, right? And I never smoked anything, never, nothing ever went up to my mouth. There was maybe one time I was like, "Mm, I wonder how that tastes. (laughs) Maybe like one little, but I never did it because my goal of being a singer superseded that because I didn't want anything to damage my uh, vocal cords. That was just my, my thing. I mean, there are some people that sing and they, they smoke all day. I don't know. But in my mind, that was going to damage my vocal cords. Same thing with drinking. I used to drink occasionally when I was younger, like if I went out. But people would talk about me because they would say, well, she's going to just hold her drink all day. You know, because when I went out, I was going to dance. I wasn't going to, to drink, really. 
I was going to dance and socialize and I can count on one hand how many times I went to a club because my goal was bigger. So you might have a goal. Sorry about that, y'all. This is completely random. I was not expecting to record this. Um, But you might have a goal to live to see your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. That might be a goal for you. Excuse me, I'm I'm clearing my throat, y'all. Um, but you you might have a goal to see your grandchildren, your great grandchildren, and if that goal is stronger than your need to be, let's say you have um, gluttony, you, you know, you overeat or whatever, or you're not eating the right foods, or you're not you know, um, doing what you should be doing, but your goal to see them, um, in your years, your, your older years is stronger than your will is going to override your addiction. So a lot of times people don't have a goal. They're just existing. There's no end goal. Um, and it's not saying you're going to be perfect. You just have to find a replacement. So if you have a addiction to like cigarettes, but you want to live a healthy life and you want to see your children and your children's children, it's, you know, it's, you know, as long as you can, it's not a guarantee, but you have to do your part. Now, if you've done your part and things happen where you don't get to live a certain age or whatever, at least you've done your part. But if if that's your goal then and it's greater than the the cigarette addiction or alcohol addiction your will can overrule that addiction and then what you want to do is replace that addiction with something positive now sometimes people what they do is especially cigarettes they replace it with food you you, you don't want to do that cuz then you start overeating and you might gain some you know but ask yourself how do I feel before I do that thing? And then find a replacement that's positive when you get that feeling. So right, you usually know when that feeling is coming. You usually can sense when that feeling is coming before it gets too intense. So when you have that feeling or when you feel that it's coming, what can you do? To curb that so you don't go and fall into the, the addiction. Say you just, you know, um, you, you you want to live a, a long life as, as much as God is willing. And you want to be mobile. But you are sitting in the chair watching television all day. If your goal to be mobile you know, at 60 and 70 is stronger, 60, 70, 80, whatever, is stronger than your need to sit down and be a couch potato. You have a will to remove that. You can stand up and watch TV. You could maybe get a walking treadmill in front of the TV if you have to watch TV that bad. I'm just saying to find ways to replace 
that addiction or that issue. But it's ultimately your will. Not everything is the devil. Some things are just disciplines. Some things are just you actually saying, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. That was my, that's my testimony for some, some stuff back in the day. I just was like, I don't, I don't want to do that. It wasn't, I didn't know anything about deliverance. I didn't know anything about coming up to an altar and having someone pray. I didn't know anything like that. Um, I, I, I share this. I had a little chip addiction. I tell people. Um, when I was, when I, after I had my son, so I don't know if I was probably lacking like a vitamin or something. Cause I wasn't a chip person like that. And my husband would still buy the chips and I would be like, why you keep buying them? And he was just, you know, being a husband, like, oh, my wife likes chips. So these are the chips she likes. And I still eat chips today, but, um, I, I realized that it was an addiction that I had. And it's as silly as it sounds. I asked the Lord to remove that appetite. And just miraculously out of nowhere, my husband stopped buying the chips and I just lost that desire. It, it wasn't like I had anybody praying for me or whatever. It just, you know what I'm saying? I just made a decision. And there's other things that when I was younger, I made a decision. And But, it, but the, the goal, the end goal has to be stronger. Look at yourself. Look look at what you want to accomplish. I don't know what age you are. But if you're still existing, I'm pretty sure you have goals, you have dreams, you have desires that you want to do. What are those dreams and goals and desires that you want to do? Look at that. It's not too late. Stir that up in you. When you stir that up in you, the goal the desire, the um, the hope, the faith will increase and it'll be stronger than your. Then you'll look at the things that are distracting you, the, th- the things that are preventing you from getting to that goal. And the wheel that you have will push those things out of the way. If you want to be here at a certain time, you, you want to be healthy. And and that's like, you push it all the way up. Like, I really want to do my part. Not saying that you won't have hurdles, but you can at least do your part. And you're passionate about that. And you see that you're eating just whatever, junk. And there's nothing wrong with treat, cheating. I cheat sometimes with food. But you know what I mean? Like, you just, you don't, you're not eating vegetables. You're not eating fruits. You're not drinking water. You're not doing, but you have this desire to live healthy as best as you can. Nine times out of 10, nine times out of 10, if you focus on that in the Lord, of course, if you focus on that nine times out of 10, you're going to look back. If you, if you um, are honest and true to yourself and you're going to start looking at like, man, I'm eating this type of foods. I probably need to eat some vegetables. I need to probably eat some fruit and drink more water. A lot of times we want these, we we come for prayer 
when we're when we've already done all kinds of stuff and we are in trouble and then we come to prayer and it's like, have you been a good steward, though? What part have you contributed to it? So I just wanted to share this nugget because I know that some people are not there. They're not like they maybe they don't open up their Bible every day. And if they do, maybe it's hard for them. Not that you have to open up your Bible every day. I'm just saying maybe you don't read your Bible regularly. Maybe you don't understand it, Um, but you'll be on social media or watch TV all day, you know. Or maybe um, you're just you're new to the faith and, and you but you still have these issues or maybe you're not new to the faith and you still have certain things that you're struggling with. And you know that those things are crutches. We all have issues, but there's certain things that we have in our lives that are crutches that are enabling us, that are keeping us from being free. Those are the things I'm looking at. And you'll know because when you do them or after you do them, you look at how you feel when you do it. You know, if you ain't supposed to be smoking, how you feel afterwards. You know, if you committing some type of sexual sin, how you feel afterwards. You don't want to do that. Those things are preventing you from your end goal. So I want you to find your end goal. I want you to find that thing that is going to push the the um, the issue, the fear, the doubt, and the addiction out. I wanted to read something. Um, yeah. I'm going to read from Galatians 6, 7 through 9. And it says the ESV. Um, Do not be deceived. God, God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption but the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap if we do not give up what are you reaping in Are you reaping in your, I mean, sorry, what are you sowing in? What are you sowing into? Are you sowing into your flesh? Or are you sowing into your spirit? If you're sowing into your flesh, it is going to be hard for you to, um, because your will is going to lean towards the flesh. It's going to be harder for you to turn down things that you know are preventing you from having a relationship with him. But if you sow into the spirit, which takes spiritual disciplines, you will ultimately reap that which you have sown into. It's just the law of, I mean, that's just the law, right? And I'm not talking about like 
the law like the Torah. I'm talking about like, you know, law of spiritual physics, I'll say. I don't know. But that's, I mean, that's just the law, I think, of physics too. I don't know anything about physics, by the way. So that's what you need to ask yourself. That's what you need to ask yourself. What are you sowing into? If you don't understand the Bible, it doesn't matter. Still read it. Pray before you read the Bible. Pray during, you know, you can stop and be like, Lord, I don't know what this means. Keep doing it. If you get frustrated when you pray, it doesn't matter. Press through. Press through. It's just like running in a race. You feel like giving up. You feel like, oh, I don't want to do this. And then you go around the corner and then there's somebody that has some lemonade or water. You can throw it on you real quick and it, it gives you it gives you that energy to keep going. Spiritual disciplines. That's what I wanted to share. I pray this is a blessing. I pray this was a blessing to you. Listen, share this. I know it's kind of raw. Kind of did some clearing of my throat, coughing maybe. But please share this with those people who can be blessed by it. Okay. God bless you. Follow, subscribe, share, love you.